Welcome to the Dr. Nikki Star Show, a podcast focused on spirituality, personal development, healing, and transformation to inspire you to live your ultimate potential and an epic life. I'm your host, Dr. Nikki Starr, a former medical doctor born into a lineage of Colombian shamans and healers with a mission to reach millions of people for the healing and awakening of humankind to co-create heaven on earth. As a spiritual teacher, transformational life coach, shamanic healer, and energy strategist, I am passionate about empowering people to connect to your multidimensional aspects and your creator power to live your highest potential timeline with more ease and grace. Every week we cover topics in all areas of life, including love, relationships, career, business, mindset, manifestation, esotericism, wellness, and more. Thank you so much for being here. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode on the Dr. Nikki Starr Show. I am your host, Dr. Nikki Starr. Welcome to this podcast where I will be talking about, sharing about, commenting, giving my opinion on some controversial topics around birth control and circumcision. Now, this was all sparked from my personal experience so I'm recently doing some work with homeopathy and really, I love coming into my highest potential, which for me means aligning my energy with my highest potential, which to me means purifying out any frequencies, vibrations in my system, whatever they might be from pathogens or bacteria to trapped emotions to any resonance of former prescriptions taken, such as birth control. And when I was working with this practitioner, she asked me about birth control. And I went on birth control when I was about 14 or 15 years old. I think it was 15. And I stayed on it for constant, nonstop, until probably I was 27. Yeah, because when I left Western medicine is when I came off of it. And at the time, I was in agreement with it. I had a nine-year boyfriend that I started dating when I was 13 years old. That was around the age that I started exchanging sexual energies. And my mother was a teen mother. My mother conceived me when she was 17. Both of my parents were teens. And I understand there was fear, worry. No, my mother didn't want me to live her story. She wanted me to go to college. And there's many reasons. The two top reasons that young women get put on birth control is for menorrhagia, painful period, both painful and heavy period, as well as birth control for pregnancy prevention. And I was in agreement. I know that my mother was doing her best job as a mother to say, go on it. And I know that mothers today are doing their best as well. And they think that it's a good idea because it prevents pregnancy. So children don't become pregnant, et cetera, et cetera, or teens, I should say. And I get it. I get the intention, 
But what we don't realize and what I didn't even come to realize until now, like I knew to come off of it when I had my spiritual awakening and I started to understand the energetics. But I just, just when I, what I mean by the energetics is when I understood that it is interfering with our own energy, like birth control appears, interferes with a woman's energy. It changes who she is because it affects the hormone system. And what I didn't realize, which is fascinating, I'm still shocked that I didn't realize this, is that when you go on birth control, it suppresses the actual hormone cycle so that you don't ovulate. I think I somehow thought I was getting like hormone replacement with the birth control, but that's not what happened. Like you don't actually go through a real period, even though you bleed on the week that is the, the rest week, the sugar pill week, it's not an actual uterine lining that's prepared for the conception of a child. And what essentially is happening is when a woman goes on birth control, she stunts her feminine growth. And I didn't realize this. And I'm still, I feel anger. <laughs> I really do like emotional and angry about it because from the age of woman or child, like a teen, whatever, whoever goes on birth control, you actually suppress the feminine hormones that make you feminine. Now, this makes sense to me because I was such a masculine kind of woman. Even though I looked feminine, my energy was very masculine. So this makes so much sense when I think of my energetics. And I'm all about like so much of my spiritual path has been softening into my feminine. And how I was in medical school to become a medical doctor and like the type A student I was. And there was so much masculinity to reach my goals. And I did. And I reached all the goals. But what it did was it stunted my femininity and it even stunted my growth. I should be taller than I am. So because it suppresses the feminine hormones, we do not grow to our fullest potential. It's stunted. And I just assumed that when I got off birth control, there would be a detoxing period. And I figured after a decade, it would be gone. Or however many years, it would be gone. But it's not. There's still the frequency of it. And I remember when I was studying with a shaman in Colombia, he said the same thing to me. He is like, were you on birth control? And I said, yes. And, and this was even like five years after I had come off of it, maybe more. And he was like, we need to detox it. It basically creates like a whole plaque in your uterus. And it even creates like almost like this black energetically, it's like a blackness. So I don't doubt that a lot of the fertility issues that we are seeing in women is because they were once on the pill. And it doesn't matter if you were on it for a short time or a long time. And I'm sharing this podcast for any women who are on birth control, come off now. And for any women that have children, specifically daughters, and are planning to have children, that you don't put your daughter on birth control. If you want to prevent pregnancy, teach her about condoms or to track when she ovulates. And if she has menorrhagia, there are so many tools. Frequency devices like the Healy that I mentioned in the last episode can help with that. There's hot water bottles. There's also even, how do I say this? Like 
There's energy practices that can be done. There's, I don't, I'm not a fan of painkillers because the truth is women are meant to take the first few days of their period off. So I don't feel we need to be like, oh, let me just push through this. I need to not be in pain so I can go do all this work. No, that's not the function of your period. It's a time where you connect to multiple dimensions. It's a time when you, it's like you open another portal and your uterus is a portal to the universe. So if you have pain, oftentimes you have pain because you are not honoring your rest cycle. So my pain decreased when I started honoring like when I needed to rest, when I needed to like not work and take the first few days off of my period, it got less. And it's fascinating is if I tried to exert any effort during my period, the pain comes. But if I'm relaxed and I'm relaxing, it's great. I feel vibrationally different, like something is going on. Even my brain doesn't work that much during the first two days of my period. And so this is just showing you how and why you're meant to have a regular cycle. And I mean by regular is not interfered with with a fake cycle from birth control. And this is also for any dads listening or fathers to be, that you can share this with your partner so that you don't put your woman on birth control, your your daughter on birth control. Or if you have a partner and you're a male and you're listening to this, that you educate or share this podcast with your woman so she knows to come off of it. There's even studies that show when a woman is on birth control, she picks a different kind of partner than when she is off of birth control. So men and women, listen up, if you're choosing to get married, if you're choosing to have children with someone, if you're deepening in your relationship and you're on birth control, you better come off to make sure you still feel a resonance when you're not on it. It's fascinating. And so even all the years I was on it, I wasn't really choosing the right partners. And I wasn't, right? Because I didn't meet my beloved. And now that I'm detoxing it at an either, even deeper level, I saw where I, I was not aligned with my current beloved. So I had to say goodbye. So it's so important to detox that frequency out of your being. And currently I'm using folliculinum, which is a homeopathy. And the first evening that I took it, I felt stabbing pain in my lower abdomen and uterus, like stabbing which like I never had that. It was, I didn't have my cycle at that time. It was the craziest thing. So I was experiencing a somatic experience from the energetic release of it. So even if we detox something on a physical level, there can still be some remnants, some residue on an energetic level. So I really invite you to get off of it and never put children or anyone on it. It distorts who you are on all levels. It suppresses femininity. And some people would go as far to say this is a plan of the patriarchy. Like they knew what they were doing when they created this. Because it suppresses women's power. It suppresses feminine power. Ah, so I've been feeling so much like rah from that this week. And I had to, I even like changed. Originally, I was going to have a podcast about psychedelics will be the next one but I had to move this up the chain while I'm still feeling the energy of it 
But I think that's always when it's most powerful to share transmission. Now, I don't want to leave the men out. So I want to share what is the equivalent for men and it's circumcision. And so the difference is, right, women go on birth control often after they get their period. So they're anywhere, you know, can start as young as 10 years old or, or even beyond that when they start, you know, I've heard of children exchanging sexual energies like very young nowadays. So, you know, basically any time that people are thinking it's appropriate, whereas circumcision for a man happened pretty much at birth. Now, I want to make a disclaimer that I understand that some cultures have circumcision as part of their like religious beliefs and cultural beliefs. And that's, I, you know, I invite you to do what you do. This is no insult to you and you have your reasons why you do it. But I'm going to speak from the perspective of like masculine and feminine energy, the energetics of it, what it does on a physiological level. And I mean no insult, so please do not take events, but I ask you to listen with an open mind if you belong to any of these cultures or religion that are very adamant about in terms of circumcision. Now, one of the reasons doctors in America have said like, you know, because it's very interesting, circumcision is something more that happens with men, boys, babies in America than it does more in European cultures or Australia or other places on the planet, like third world countries, et cetera. And a lot of the arguments around why, which studies have now shown it doesn't make a difference, but initially they gave the excuse that, oh, it prevents against STDs. It allows it to be cleaner, et cetera. But if you realize what is happening, the foreskin of the penis is being cut, which means it is cutting nerves, it's cutting vessels, it automatically stunts the growth of the penis. It creates a trauma to a man's genitals, which absolutely would affect their hormones and their hormone production. When there is a trauma or a wound like that, it shunts energy away from there. There's even, and I remember when I first learned about this, was one of my friends from college, she's actually a family friend, so I really actually knew her even when I was a child, but then we ended up going to the same college and I realized it was her. And she shared with me about how her brother, and when she shared it with me, I think we were in college or maybe I was in med school when she shared it with me about how her brother had watched a documentary and he was mourning his foreskin. Like he was so angry. And it was a documentary of all men who were mourning it. And the, I don't know what the documentary name is. I'm sure I could have Googled it, but I invite you if you're interested to watch it. Google like documentary about circumcision and I'm sure it would come up. And apparently it's like testimonials of men who are also mourning their foreskin and how they feel it affected their manhood. And I really invite you to watch it, but also to know this, if you're a man or a woman and you're going to have children, and if you already had it, like you might feel anger like I do, <laughs> like, ah, you know, where we caused harm to our sexual organs, our sexual aspect. This is suppression of sexuality. And it's sad. It's so sad to like harm that part. And so many institutions I wanted to suppress sexuality 
because it's where our power is. 85% of our life force lives in our sexual energy. So if you suppress the sexual energy of a woman with birth control and a man through circumcision, it takes away part of their power. This is now speak on an energetic level. Yes, there's physiologic repercussions we discussed, such as a smaller penis, such as decreased feminine nor no feminine hormones. So the whole cycle of the feminine is disrupted. Essentially, it's a way to suppress people in this indirect way. So do not, please, do not participate in this anymore. This is a public service announcement. It's a longer topic and discussion, but I just wanted to plant a seed today. I just wanted to get you thinking about this today. And in the bonus content, I want to guide you through an experience to reactivate and heal your genitals, your sexual energy space, regardless if you're a man or a woman or you're on birth control or not. Because we can do energetic healing and we can still support realigning places that have had trauma or wound. So I thank you for listening today. This is a short, sweet, very profound and impactful and possibly controversial topic. So I'm not going to go on and on and on. You get the gist. I thank you for listening. I invite you to share this with anyone you feel this could resonate with. And thank you for being here. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and tune in every Friday for a new episode. Spread the love and share this episode with someone who may benefit. So much love to you and remember who you are.